Shalom family. This is Abba's daughter back with another edifying episode. Today, family, we're going to talk about a very, you know what? We're going to talk about homosexuality, okay? Now, the world has made this topic extremely sensitive (laughs) because, you know, Satan's whole agenda, okay? Now, if anyone who who is listening to this podcast may be struggling with um, unnatural feelings, like, for instance, um, if you're a man who has an attraction to men or a woman who has attraction to women, or if you have an attraction to both sexes, or if you are into um, defiling your body in ways that it wasn't meant to be, or if you have this, I don't know, thought that maybe you weren't born in the proper body, please understand something. I don't come here with hate in my heart for anyone who who is of that caliber, simply because I understand that it is, it's demonic. It's a demonic influence, okay? The Lord tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, that we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, okay? We're wrestling with principalities and powers of the air and, you know, the, 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 the powers of darkness. Like we're, we're wrestling with devils and demons and fallen angels. All right. Understand something that when we are caught up in, let's say we're wrapped up in sexual lust fornication, um, anything that has to do with the defiling of our body in a sexual way, these are all demonic attachments, oppressions, possessions, okay? This is from the marine kingdom. These demons come from the marine kingdom, okay? Now, I wanted to talk about this because I'm seeing more and more on social media. I try not to be on social media very much, but we do have to keep watch of what's going on. But what I'm seeing more and more, um, oh, a lot of the men tend to be more out there with their with their unnatural sexuality than women, okay? And what I'm seeing more and more is people taking videos of a lot of men doing things in in very feminine ways, sometimes in unnatural ways. That's not even you couldn't even describe it as as being feminine. Okay. once again, this is demonic and I'm not bashing nobody, but I'm not going to apologize for the truth. And those of us as believers, those of us as true believers should not apologize or compromise for the truth. Now, we don't have to go around and 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 attack anybody who is struggling with this, okay? We don't have to do that. Because a lot of people who are of this have been delivered and continue to be delivered every day. It is our duty to make sure that we're firm, but loving at the same time. Okay. Because 
we have to understand something. I don't care what no one says. Every single person who is consumed by these demonic oppressions, possessions, and and whatever you want to call it, they have gone through something sexually traumatic as children. Some of them remember very full well what happened to them, and many of them do not, okay? But every, look, it is a spiritual fact that we cannot receive a spiritual demon unless we have been sexually traumatized. And that's the truth. So do I hate that man wearing the high heels and, you know, walking down the runway in drag or whatever? No, I don't hate that person at all. Okay, I feel bad for that person. And what I will do, what my duty is to try to see if I can help them. Now, there are some who absolutely love the sin they're in, know what they're doing, know where it came from, but love it, unfortunately. Not all of them do, but there are many who do. Ahia says in his word in Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22, he said, thou shall not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. What does the word abomination mean? I'm going to look it up for you right now. Hold on. Abomination is an extreme hatred. Detestation. Okay defilement, pollution. Um, Let's see, it says, in a physical sense or evil doctrines and practices which are moral defilements. You guys, abomination is an extreme hatred. That means it is hatred on steroids. Ahia says in his word that doing so In being in that practice of lying with the same sex is abomination. Okay. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11, he said, Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. He said, no, he said, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Yeshua and by the spirit of our God. He said, no effeminate 
or abusers of themselves with mankind. Understand something, family. Ahia is not pleased with that kind of behavior. Because in the beginning, he made it so that it was man and woman. So they could procreate. So that they could be fruitful and multiply. When you are in that state where you are involved in the same sex or defiling your body in some kind of way, you are not pleasing the most high. I don't care how many people call themselves going to church, claim they love the Lord. If you, if any of us are in these kind of practices, the Lord says in his word, we are called liars and the truth is not in us. Okay? Family, we have to go to our family, our friends who are victims of of this demonic possession. And we need to do what we can to try to save them. Now, we can't force them. We can't force them to change their minds. But it is our duty because we love them and do not wish to see them perish. We have to tell them. Because judgment day is coming. And the one thing nobody who is doing that can say is that they did not know. <sighs> Family, it is so, so sad. You know, I'm not even just talking about the the Hebrew men, even though it has been running rampant. In our community, it is being ran rampant in all communities. But see, the man is the epitome of strength. Okay. When a woman is in trouble, she runs to a man because the man is supposed to be there to help her, to protect her. She runs to the man for help. That We don't run to our girlfriends or our friend girls. We don't run to our mothers. We don't run to our sisters. We run to our brothers or our fathers when we are in trouble because we look to them for protection. Granted, even though a man may be engaged in that he's still strong, it's just not ideal. They are supposed to be the protectors. Okay. Ahia is not pleased with this type of behavior. But the Lord says in Romans chapter 1 verse 26 to 27. He said for this cause. Ahia gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, 
working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. I've seen a whole bunch of, especially um, women who, tra- who, who, who transitioned to men, okay? I've seen a lot of detransitioning stories with the women mainly. And every single one of them talked about something that happened to them when they were young. And it caused a lot of confusion. Now, instead of the parents trying to counsel them in a loving way and trying to help them get through that hurt, the world said, hey, Maybe your child is experiencing gender you you know euphoria. Maybe your child who was born a boy knows he was supposed to be a girl or vice versa. So let us fix that problem and 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 turn them into the gender they feel they were supposed to be. A lot of the detransitioners said that that was not right because even after they transitioned, the problem they had didn't go away. And it wasn't until later on after they've had probably a lot of damage, you know, to their body that they realized that was not the answer. But see, that is what the counselors and the doctors are supposed to do. They're supposed to screen you before doing this thing. But that's not what this world is doing. Family, this is Satan's agenda. What we are seeing out here in the LGBTQ123 community, this here is Satan's agenda. He is coming after the children. We have a generation of children who are growing up confused because the world is telling them one thing and the parents aren't strong enough to go against it, to tell them, no, that is wrong. Nah, a lot of these parents are going with it. Oh, trust and believe if the parents don't repent, they will pay for what they have been doing. Ahaya is not pleased. Now, family, yes, there is a lot of abuse in this world. There is so much abuse in this world. Y'all cannot fathom what is going on out here. I cannot describe to you, gosh, the, 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 the level, the level of wickedness that is in this world. We're supposed to be protecting our children. But family, our children are falling victim to the wiles of the evil ones. I can't go into detail, and I wouldn't want to go into detail about what it is they are doing. But let me tell you something. Our children are falling prey to these predators 
Family, it is our responsibility as the parents to protect them from the evil world, not give in to the world, not cater to the world, not cater to the agenda. It goes to show where your heart is when you fall in line with this. The Lord said in Jude 1, chapter 1, verse 7, he said, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Family, that is, that's the destination for every single person who practices this wickedness. The Lord says in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 10. Hold on, let me, let me pull it up over here. Give me one second. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 10. There it is, chapter 1, verse 10. Matter of fact, let's go up to verse 8 to 11. The Bible reads, <clears throat> But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient. For the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers, for harmongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. Family, it is no small thing for any of us to be engaged in the act of homosexuality. Do you know fornication and homosexuality, that, those are the only sins against your body that defiles your body. Don't you know your body is the Lord's temple? Okay. When you become a true believer, when you become a child of the Most High, your body becomes a dwelling house for the Holy Spirit. But if you are so busy in the world and you are doing things with sexual immorality, you are leaving your body to be a house for devils. That's it. There is no gray. It's black or it's white. There is no in-between. Either you're serving the most high or you're serving Satan. And when we engage in homosexuality or sexual immorality or fornication, okay, we are automatically serving the devil. 
Family, if you love your brethren and you see him in error, it is your duty, my duty, to speak up. We got to say something. We don't got to press the word on them. We don't got to take the Bible and thump them in the head with it. No. All we got to do is have a sweet, light conversation about the subject at hand. And if they don't want to hear it, that's fine. But you say what you have to say and then you keep it moving. Because when judgment day comes, they can't sit here and say, oh, well, didn't nobody tell me. Because the Lord going to say, um, can y'all roll that back and show him where he was told? Matter of fact, he was told about 15 times. You see what I'm saying? Family, at the end of the day, there is no excuse for anything that we do or don't do. Ahaya is not pleased with this behavior. He's not pleased with it at all. And if somebody for some weird reason thinks he is, they don't know him. And they are truly blinded. But family, all we can do is tell them with love, mind you. Don't don't point the finger and start bashing and going in and cursing. No. Because remember, we are not fighting with them. We are fighting with that devil that's inside of them. It, it, it breaks my heart. I'm not even going to lie. It, it really does. It breaks my heart because we try to be contenders, not just for the men, but for the women too. We try to be contenders for our people. Because I know I, I love Yashael. I love Judah. I love who we are. But just like back in the old days, the Lord called us stiff-necked. They are just the same way today. Family, what do we have to be proud about? Why must we be stubborn? For what? We have been made low below every single nation in this world. We have been stomped on. We have been killed, raped, ravished, attacked for no reason, stolen from, beat down, imprisoned. We are the lowest of the low right now. Why? Do my people still feel like we must be prideful for what? Family, it is our duty to do the best we can. When we see somebody we love in trouble, we're going to have to try something. Granted, I keep telling you, we can't force it on them. But we got to say something. To see our men walking in heels and and shaking what they don't have it's so unnatural it is so unnatural i had to 
speak on this family because this has been burning my heart for such a long time. See, in the job that I do, I don't really step outside of my vehicle. I really don't because I got to be I got to keep myself protected, okay? Cuz in this industry, it is quite easy to to deal with the wrong person and become a statistic. So, I do try to protect myself by, you know, making sure I'm staying hidden from the world as much as possible. And that's all I can do. But when I see certain things, family, It breaks my heart. Oh, with that being said, though, like I've been ending all of my episodes with, please, family, I'm, I know you're probably tired of me repeating myself, but I got to because we got to keep this in our minds. The second exodus is around the corner. Family, read Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13. Those who are already will be going into the second exodus. So family, please get yourselves ready and stay ready. Okay. We don't have very much time. We do not have very much time. There are a few events getting ready to happen. And I'm going to repeat it. Three days darkness coming up. The zombie apocalypse coming up. World War three is, is, is lingering around. <laughs> But the second Exodus family, you want to make it, okay? So I want to thank you, family, so much for tuning in. I know y'all probably tired of hearing it, or maybe you haven't heard of it, or maybe it's been on your mind, on your heart, on your spirit. But we have to be there for our brothers and sisters. We got to do what we can. Ahia says that he desires not one of us to perish. Even though many will. It's unfortunate. But we have to try. Okay. So I love y'all with all of my heart. I thank y'all for riding with me. And I will talk to y'all later. Shalom family.